Good evening. It is Friday the 13th of May. Unlucky for some, no for me. And you have joined us live on the Rangers AF podcast. There's nowhere else to be, to be honest, on a Friday night or any night for that matter that we're broadcasting because we are bringing the show to you. And joining me tonight, I've got none other than the podfather. It is Jeep. Good evening, Jeep. How are we doing? All right. I'm all good, mate. How are you? Do you know what? I'm I'm actually very, very good despite being covered in tomato sauce. And that's a story for another time. Uh, Stuart Weir, nice to see you. How are you doing? Uh, not covered in tomato sauce. <laughs> good, I'm pleased to hear it. And all the way from Portland, Oregon, it's none other than my straight edge brother, Driggs. How are we doing? Good. How are you? Uh, yes, yes, I'm great. Thank you very much, Driggs. <laughs> so much happiness in the team tonight. You'd think we were in our Europa League final or something. Jesus Christ. Um, blood from a stone. So on tonight's agenda, then uh, we're going to run through the Ross County game briefly and then we'll batter into predictions for the weekend. And uh, we'll keep it short. And you guys get involved in the chat. Please make sure you do. And please make sure you like and subscribe and all that good stuff as well. So uh, let's dive straight in then. So Rangers versus Ross County at Ibrooks Park on the 11th of May. Uh, that was Wednesday. Uh, we ran out 4 1 winners with a team of uh, McGregor, Tav, Goldson, Bassey, Barisic. Lundstrom, Lowry, Kamara, Kent, Wright and Aribo. Uh, goals from Scott Wright, Tavernier, penalty, Sakala, uh, Ahmad and that young banger uh, White that plays for Ross County. What was your what was your thoughts on the game, Jeep? I was working, so I, I didn't see the full 90 minutes, but I did watch the highlights. Um, I, did, I did see quite a lot of people um, that were surprised at the amount of... Um, first team starters but I think it's really important that we keep up our match sharpness in it so I think uh, I, don't, I don't think as many of them will start tomorrow maybe some will just play 45 minutes or what but um, yeah the team didn't the team didn't surprise me I think it's important players like Kent and all that keep their match sharpness up so aye it was it was a it was a relatively um, good result in the end wasn't it a 4-1 four, four at home so but like I said I, I, I didn't I wasn't able to see the full game so it's it's difficult to comment mate that's all right, mate. I, I, I fully appreciate that. And lucky for you, I did watch it, so I can I can tell you a wee bit about it. But and and what I will say is uh, before I come to you, Stuart, is um, I felt thirty minutes was probably uh, late for us to score, given the the massive amount of pressure that we put on Ross County um, initially at the start of the game. They could not get out of their own half. We were pressed relent- relentlessly. Our, our, our tactics were spot on again. Um, and I felt that obviously young Alex Lowry was absolutely superb, um, which chefs chefs kiss Striggs agreed. Um, but sure, what was what was your observations? Uh, likewise, in terms of the team uh, that was selected, but you can't even allow these guys to hibernate against a cold storage with such a, an important game. You know, next week, um, I, I do think that this weekend. I'm I'm half expecting to see Dave Smith and Ronnie McKinnon at centre back combination, not taking any chances. Uh, but no, I, I I thought overall it was a it was a good it was a good performance. It was a you know a decent performance. They held their nerve, so to speak, when maybe things weren't going quite right for them in terms of breaking down Ross County. But you know there was only ever going to be one winner of that game, whether it was 1-0 or 5-0, regardless of when the first goal was going to come. And all in all, I think they have to be content with that uh, that performance. Certainly, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst 
settled for it. You know, he was happy enough. But um, I, I, I think that you get you get a week out from a European final, and everybody's heart is in their mouth, and it's a balancing act, it's a juggling act between those that you, you know have to play to keep them ticking over, and those that you really would like to sort of wrap them cotton wool. Unfortunately, I think for Rangers, the ones they, they need Ratman uh, cotton wool. Um, are, are the, the guys that are maybe not so much caught well, maybe just need a nurse in the shawl to try and get a striker back fit for um for the the, the cup final, but we'll, we'll you know we'll see what happens or how things pan out then. Aye, and I think um, uh, Kamal Roof is currently in a uh, cryo chamber underneath the North Sea in a kind of kind of last last ditch attempt uh, to get him fit, but um. Uh, I saw an interesting comment pop up there, Jeep, that you popped up uh, for Jods, obviously talking about the Scott Wright uh, red uh, red card. I was going to mention, actually, um, Andrew Dallas uh, looked like he'd just returned from a f- six-month stag do. Um, and, uh, you know, some of his decision-making definitely reflected that. Um, and that was one that um, I was certainly surprised at. Because, obviously, when you see the replay back, it is, it is a... A carbon copy scissor tackle. You know, if there was a museum of scissor tackles, it would be right at the entrance when you walk in. You know, it was it was absolutely awful, um, and I and I was surprised that he he just got a yellow for that. But it seemed, um, particularly in the second half, that 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 was kind of Ross County's tactics. It was more of a a kind of a a physical maiming type game as opposed to a game of football itself. Triggs, but what was what was your uh, what was your thoughts on it? You know, I was at the time I was really really upset about giving away a goal there. Um, but in hindsight, I actually think it was a positive thing. It gives Gio and the team something to kind of hammer back. It keeps Gregor a little angry and, and on edge. Um, so I think in, in that regards, that one negative was actually probably a positive. I'm kind of glad they didn't coast too much. Um, as far as tiring the players out and stuff, they didn't really do much. You know, Rangers were in their final third the entire game. I mean, as far as, you know, meters travel during the game, it's probably an all-time low for most players. Um, it was 90% possession in the first half. There was like 20-something shots by the 35th minute. I mean, it was it was complete dominance. They ended the game with 735 passes with a 90% pass accuracy. Um, 80% possession. That's ridiculous. Um, so I, I think it was good. I think Rangers are finding their way to play without a striker, um, and I hope that, you know, uh, this will serve the team in the long run too. Let's, you know, especially with Roof's inconsistency next season. If they don't bring anybody in, Morales is still here. They they have a template now how to play without a striker, and I think it's important to get four goals against a team like Ross County because it shows that they can break down, you know, the low block. Yeah, seven hundred and thirty-five passes. If you believe in the afterlife, you just hope you never come back as a mitre size five. Because <laughs> the first thing you'll suffer from is concussion. <laughs> <laughs> love it do you know um do you know what, what, what was funny actually when i was when i was doing my notes for this game i was on the on the sky sports website right and, and they actually had uh ahmad down as adama triori as the scorer for rangers <laughs> which i thought was which i thought was quite interesting uh different different size guys uh, i'm afraid but uh yeah, I, that was, slightly that was quite just fun. slightly i know just just a wee tiny bit uh i definitely 26 people watching, get liking and subscribing, please. That would be lovely. Um, 
But I suppose, uh, fi- you know, final thoughts for me on on the match. It was a bit of a nothing game, which I think obviously um, Saturday will be as well. Obviously, it meant more for uh, to Ross County than it does really. But it was nice to to put on a show for the fans and, uh, like Stuart said, keep keep minutes in the legs, uh, particularly for guys like Lundstrom and uh, Joe Rebo um, and stuff like that. Obviously, my main concern I think is Ryan Jack. I don't know. Um, I've not seen many press conferences today or anything, but I don't know where he is in terms of fitness. But I hope he is all right because I think he'll be he'll be key in the heart of midfield uh, for next week, which obviously we'll discuss us on next week's uh, preview how, pod but any how how good stepping in how good is joe rebo at holding up the ball with his back to goal you know we've always seen him looking forward and shielding guys off coming from behind him in the midfield but playing with his back to goal i mean he's been phenomenal yeah, yeah. He has. And do, you, do you know what Driggs? I think I think it's sorry, sure. I think it's yeah. I think it's down to his awkward physicality. <laughs> he, he, he knows he, he obviously knows how to use his body well, which which is fantastic for somebody of 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 that bandiness, hence the Spider Man tag, you know. Yeah. But I think um, you know, not only is he a problem for, for defenders that have to face him up, but back he's he's probably worse. Um yeah. because it's so he's so unpredictable and difficult to get a hold of. Um, and, and he knows where incredible. to keep the ball. He's keeping the ball just at a toe's length from the defender. Yeah, he's in stance of a praying mantis, hasn't yeah. he? <laughs> I mean, it's in all seriousness. You can just imagine him in the in, in the natural world, just basically picking one of those Ross players up and gobbling them down because that's the kind of guy he is. But he, he'll he'll not turn around and face them face on because he's he doesn't want to eat them just yet. I got I got I got. <laughs> I got a text through from one of my pals asking when Rangers were playing Ross County this late in the season, where have all the big teams gone? Hmm. <laughs> which <laughs> which I defended stoutly by saying Ross County are there in merit, and then you see the stats. And my mate sent another text message back after that saying, You're talking shite, basically. So, you know, I I it might it might have had a point the, the with his first text, because I mean to be honest. I'm not saying that Ross County, Ross County didn't really have, they, they, they put a bit of effort into it, but that was mostly defending. They didn't quite turn up with the flip-flops on and the towel under the arm and the, you know, Amber Solaire factor 40. But you knew that after a while they were just going to lose interest in, in what they were trying to do. And at that point, it becomes dangerous because you just wonder if teams, sometimes they just go out headhunting and Rangers can't afford that. Yeah, agreed. And that's and that's definitely where it looked like it was going for um you know, prolonged periods in the second half for sure. So, aye, um, I guess that I guess that wraps up the Ross County game. Then, so so before we move in uh, to the Hearts game for Saturday, I just wanted to touch briefly on uh, the, the the latest Rangers debacle, which is uh, the the beanback, where you know the Rangers board have listened to the fans and put on a beanback, but unfortunately for the majority of Glasgow, it is in Spain. <laughs> so, so good luck good luck getting there to go and see it alternatively coming into mine I've actually bought a few Europa League final programmes in that so and I'll put some snacks on I've got a big telly in that so uh, it's no bother you know what I mean and obviously my security team's here so my certificate's no invalid um, and I've got a health and safety lassie in the house so we're all good um, but it just uh, spilled tomatoes also over you. <laughs> that's free of charge. That, in fact, I should charge tickets for it. To be fair, because it was quite nice. Um, but <laughs> moving on, uh, I think <clears throat> you know it kind of shows uh, in a more kind of bigger light if it wasn't massive already that um, there's such a massive disconnect between that Rangers board the fans and they don't deserve the team on the pitch. You know, let's be honest, it's an absolute shocker. Um, but not a surprise. What's your, what's your thoughts on it? 
Anybody? You, you've got will, that one. Ahead, you've got that one guy in Spain who's secured the other stadium. He's secured five or six bars. Like one guy, he's doing more than an entire organization. Drinks. Yeah. That's my shout out. That that is my shout out. Guy called uh, Rafa or Af- he, he's Af- incredible. Falilo. Like yeah. I don't know if he's taking the piss with everybody. You know, like people are going to show up at these stadiums. There's not going to be anybody there. He was, you know, laundering money. He's, it doesn't matter. Claim, his last claim is he's just invaded Portugal. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no, I, I'm I'm with you. I I had uh, an experience with Rangers about two years ago when I had uh, when I called him up about something uh, and made a very good I uh, suggestion. And the idea was entirely poo-pooed. And at that point in time, I did wonder who it was, who, who were taking the serious decisions at Rangers. And I think the winning the league title papered over a hell of a lot of cracks that people weren't actually trying to expose last season. Because what's the point of picking fault in your team when they've just won the championship? People would just say, well, you're always saying that a season on and Rangers are finished second. And now I think you're seeing people actually criticising the board and the operational side of Rangers for for what it is. It, it is a beggar's belief. And nobody's going to tell me, you know, how much money are, are Rangers expecting to make? Are they, are they planning already to be in the Champions League and making 30 million quid? Or is the opportunity to do a beam back at Ibrooks the kind of commercial decision or the, the commercial opportunity that Rangers don't need? It's absolutely craziness. I mean, how how many people would you get into Ibrooks? And how many how many hot dogs, you know, orange juices, burgers, you know, I almost said no surrender. No surrender burgers there, but that was another story that I once years ago. Years ago, when Rangers brought out their menu, there was a guy that wrote um, the, the the late Jock McVicker who wrote for the Express, and he said, "Ah, this is the all this commercialism." I said, "Ah, but when you see the names, Prince of Orange Juice and No Surrender Burgers," and he went, "Oh, they've not called it that, have they?" <laughs> so, but, but but no, I mean that. That in itself would have would have made a hell of a lot of money. And to say then that oh we don't have any staff, they're all over in in, in Spain. How many of the nine thousand one hundred tickets have they got then for that? <laughs> exactly. It's a lot of and staff. It's, it's just it's, it's utter contempt for two reasons, Stuart. One one because it's bullshit and two because they think the fans will believe it. You know, it's yeah. um it's ridiculous. And as uh, Judd's put in the comments there, a lot of people have mentioned the Harry Styles concert. You know, you just you just pull in, you know, con- contracted security like we do on in match days, for example. And, and you're saying there, you know, how many tickets? It would be a sellout. Of course it would be a sellout. You know, it's it's a, it's a once-in-a-lifetime event um, that, you know, ev- everybody's going to want to be at and, you know, you could put on special, you know, special merch, special food, whatever, you know, and, and make an buy absolute killing, killing from it. Buy a ticket. Uh, buy a ticket. Uh, get T-shirts printed up. I was, you know, I miss Seville, but I was at Ibrooks, yeah. right? And add that into the into the ticket price, and everybody would want that because it, that would suddenly become a collector's item if you get one of those t-shirts. Because you only get that yeah. because you've been at Ibrooks. 
And even that, if you charge a pound, there's like 40,000 people. That's 40,000 quid. I, you know, I, 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 it just doesn't make any sense whatsoever from where I'm sitting. And and you're right, the whole thing about, oh, let's blame it on something else. I mean, there's a, it's a real culture in Scotland in general of let's blame it on somebody else. When actually, yeah. if people had the balls to make the decisions themselves, they would take a take a point on this. And two, two things. One, I would just buy the shirt on DHgate like a week later. <laughs> it would be good. Uh, the second is, I believe BT Sports now making the match free. Yeah, they are. For everybody to view. Yeah. So, you know, legality-wise, we don't know about it, but that makes things a lot easier to show the match yeah. commercial, commercially-wise, yeah, too. You know, there's always yeah. that whole issue. But if BT is showing it for free, clearly they'll be taking <laughs> some money, if anything, from Rangers, you know, and the tickets would pay for that. It just so you somebody standing no under the big screens with an iPad, right, beaming it up onto the big screens because they've actually got a BT Sport connection in their iPad. Let's well, let's let's save it. Somebody a on <laughs> on one of the Rangers archives that I'm on on Facebook posted from, I don't know if it was from from the 70s, but one of the matches where they erected giant wooden walls in Ibrox and had rudimentary projectors on those. So they're able to do that 50 years ago. You know, I mean, those they, people are all dead now. They can't tap into their genius because they were they were 47 and it means that they're receiving a telegram from the Queen next week as well as a T-shirt <laughs> for a game they can't see. I just like I just to say, by the way, that, that on, sorry, G, but I was just going to say quickly that on uh, DHgate, there are other sham merchandise websites available. <laughs> Sorry, you go. Uh, no, I was just gonna say it's, it's just it's really disappointing. Like I, I feel I put on Twitter earlier on, I just feel the board is so um disconnected to the fans, even just the the friendly in Australia and stuff like that. It's just it's I don't know who is coming up with these ideas and making these decisions, but I just think I mean the idea of getting screens into Ibrooks and potentially selling out Ibrooks for the final. That's their plan should have been in motion before the semi-final was even finished. If that was if that was going to be anything of a possibility, Correct. there should have been there should have been a plan in place. And you know, I was speaking to my, my dad about it the day and he told me out of the six teams who are playing in a European final this year, obviously two Champions League, two Europa League, two in the Conference League, Rangers are the only club not doing it. You see that, what you've said there us, is absolutely spot us. on. Absolutely spot on. You you might not do it, but at least go through the motions of having a contingency whereby yeah. you could deliver de- deliver on that. I mean, yeah. it's it, it, you know, I, I go back to the point I made a minute ago. You couldn't really criticise Rangers because ultimately you do your winning on the pitch this season. It hasn't happened. It might happen in Wednesday night, but you have got to be delivering more for the whole, you know, experience. And uh, and, and you know, as Gib was saying there, you go into Twitter and there are there are comments on there from people that I would say are probably pretty pretty fair minded when it comes to these kind of things, who are really up arms because one, they were never ever going to get to Spain anyway, and secondly. The one thing you, you do want is something back back home. You look at Rangers winning the when the when they won the 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 title at Colmarnock, you know, 
they're about 35 minutes away. They still managed to get the stadium open for a homecoming party with, with hardly any planning. And it was just like, and you come, we'll just open section by section by section, and then it'll be a full house. It's, it, 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 it is not rocket science. And and again, I think, this, as Jeeb says, it's a disconnect with the, with the fans. And, you know, you, you might take decisions, but at least try and, you know, have some sort of consultation with, with the, 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 the fans in general. Because there's enough out there either on Facebook, social media, or, or by email that would tell you what they thought. We've also got fan groups. Have we? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Yeah, have we? I was joking. Yeah. I was joking. <clears throat> you know, and and uh, Semi um, posted a tweet on Twitter today about um, the open top bus tour potentially, but it's a picture of a Parks bus with a closed top. He's like, that's what the Rangers board would order, and I was like, aye, they would, and it would become a meme and a sensation, and it would still be rallied as a success. Do you know what I mean? Because that's the luck they've got this season. It's just ridiculous. People but, um... running up to the front door with the trophy. <laughs> Dangling, dangling it out, showing everybody and then running back and then somebody else will come out and show it. Because you... <laughs> Stop the doors quickly, but drive really slow. <laughs> oh, mate, honestly, it's absolutely diabolical. But um, anyway, before we move on to something ha- uh, happier, let me play something happier from our sponsors. Here we go. Please subscribe to the Ranger AF podcast. We are the people. I don't know where... <laughs> I just, just blow, blowing my eardrums there with that. I mean, just, it's just only dolphins, dolphins and whales that can hear that sort of sound. There's something at the window, they know. Oh, brilliant. Um, and I don't know who those randoms were at the end, by the way. I just stole that picture off the internet. Um, so <laughs> if you're in that photo, um, congratulations. Uh, so so let's, um, let's move on to uh, Hearts versus Rangers then, uh, which is obviously the last game um, in the Scottish Premier League on Saturday, tomorrow, the 14th of May, which is live on Rangers TV. Um, I can't wait for Tom Miller and Kevin Thompson uh, tomorrow. So uh, how do you think that's going to go, Jeep? Uh, I think we're going to see uh, much weak inside. I hope we see some some young players. I hope Lowry play. I'm saying a weak inside. Lowry's been brilliant. Uh, if we've, we've seen him play, but he's just he's not obviously getting... Um, first team game is not making an impact in Europe and stuff like that. So I hope I hope he gets more minutes tomorrow. I hope we see Diallo. Um, I hope that there's there's an opportunity to see him come on. He's looked a bit a bit brighter the past few games. Um, I think the expectation when he came up here kind of uh, took him by surprise, um, which is why he didn't really hit the ground running. But he he certainly uh, looks quite a, a skillful player. So it'll be good to see him. Um, Maybe certain players. I don't know would I start Kent and stuff like that. I probably wouldn't. I think Kent Kent played Kent played on Wednesday, didn't he? So I mean, a week between games, I don't think it's too bad. So I think you'll maybe see certain players. I think like Tav will probably start tomorrow, but you'll maybe come off in the sixtieth minutes, stuff like that. Hopefully, uh, the same with Goldson and stuff. So I I, I just hope we see. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's. I mean, for me, no game, no game is meaningless. Like when it's Rangers, do you know what I mean? I'd 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 celebrate if we scored in a friendly, but. Um, in terms of the prize at the end, of it, it's it's meaningless, you know. So I would definitely, I would definitely rotate the squad and uh, get some of the young guns on, so that just it gives the fans, gives the fans something different to watch as well, you know. Before uh, before the the biggie on Wednesday. 
Yeah, agreed. And I think um, in terms of in terms of uh, Diallo, you know, just to touch on what you said there, I think what what we're seeing in him is a massive improvement, and he's off the ball work. It's still no there. Um, you know, there's still quite a, quite a, quite a lot of cracks, but he is still adjusting to the game, I suppose, because he's not been here very long. Um, but there is certainly improvement there, and there is definitely a player. And if we were to take him on loan for another season, I think I'd be up for it. Um, but I think in terms of in terms of the score, do you want to make a wee prediction? I'll um, I'll go first. I'll, I'll say I don't know. 4-0 Rangers, what about you? Uh, I'll go 3-1 Rangers. Love it. Stuart, what's your thoughts? It'll finish 1-1 and it'll be like, it'll be like a scene at the Flash show with Charles, Charlie Charles saying, after you, Claude, no tackling here and people just standing like statues. Because what you've got to remember is, well, Rangers have got a huge game on Wednesday. Equally, there's a cup final next week. Yeah. You know, yeah. and... and I would imagine that if you're kind of slightly fearful of players getting damaged or injured, you look at Hearts. Hearts will be trying to win a, a trophy. The, the opportunity for them to win anything is, you know, the chances are few and far between. So they'll be putting as much thought into this about who has to has to get like 60 minutes and who who they need to protect. And I would say that probably, possibly their resources are even more slightly limited than than those of Rangers just now. So there's a there's a bit of juggling act to be going on from their part. I I, I think it could finish, it could finish in uh, in a draw, like a great many other end of season matches over you know the past have ended. Simply because nobody really cares except they do care, and um, the the. The, th- the emphasis this time around is basically to get through 90 minutes without anybody missing the next 180 minutes, if you see what I mean. Yeah, no, no, 100, um, 100%. And I suppose it's a, it's a kind of uh, a, a way to implement a draft tactical plan, see how it goes for the day, um, just for a I laugh. I think this is, quite, this is quite a good point as well. It's something they said, Hearts won't be flying into tackles. They've got the cup final to think of it as well. So you'll probably see that. I mean, um, in, in terms of like the tackle that we were speaking about on Scott Wright the other day, I think we, yeah. we might not see anything like that tomorrow because they've, I mean, their players, they'll be wanting to stay fit. Having said that, I mean, I think they'll be trying. I think they'll be trying really hard because they'll be playing for a starting place in, in the final, yeah. won't they? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, all eyes on. I think it'll be the first time in the Scottish Premier League that we see 11 sponges versus 11 sponges. I've not seen that before, so... I'm going to stick this up since we were just speaking about it, but that's my mum. So she's saying that Aww. my dad, they're obviously sitting watching, so my dad's saying that uh, he hey, would dad. keep Ahmed Diallo on loan for one more season. What do you think about that? They're watching uh, They're watching the uh, the shopping channel. Just, <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just got a dig in the ribs. Oh, what's your opinion on this? I just buy it. <laughs> I, I, would, I, I mean, I would be up for it, but obviously it's all dependent on, uh, you know, potential moves in the summer but obviously based on the previous couple of transfer windows I've not got high hopes uh, for this Rangers board but you never know there might be a wee, a wee surprise um, but I mean certainly it's something that I wouldn't I wouldn't say no to right now Driggs what's your thoughts your prediction I'm going to say 2-1 I think uh, more importantly than Rangers being in second place having a cup final Hearts are in third place with absolutely no room to go to second place or to drop down to fourth place I mean they're 15 points ahead in third place so they've uh they've got nothing to play for 
this is strictly a tune-up game for probably some of their players who are on the fringe. Um, more importantly, some of their players who are expected maybe to get 15 to 30 minutes in the cup final. It's a really important tune-up game for them. Same thing with Rangers. So I'm going to say 2-1. Agreed. I like it. Okay. Um, any good predictions in the chat, Jeep? Uh, I never seen any predictions in in terms okay. of the the game. I don't think I don't think anyone has put a single prediction in the Hearts game. Too busy copying, too busy copying doing ours and then getting out and doing their fixed odds game tomorrow. Basically, I can't see sponges on the bench. If I'm going to give anyone a piece of advice, don't do that for what I say because <laughs> I literally, I had a cut just briefly. I had a cut moon last weekend and it was Burnley at home to Villa, and I'm like. Burnley there. I mean, Villa, no got a lot to play for. Burnley, they're fighting there for, all right, okay, I'll take Burnley, 3-0 Villa. I was like, I'm, I'm giving up, man. So. so, I don't know if anybody follows horse racing. Um, I don't, but I listen to a podcast, sports podcast, and they always have a, a horse guy on once a year. And jokingly, one of the people said, oh, they've th- there's a horse that entered like absolute last minute, and they were like, oh, yeah, you should put some money on him. He's 80 to 1 odds, and they all laughed and said that. And I was like, hmm, maybe I should. I didn't. Damn horse won with eighty to one odds, and I should have put like fifty bucks down. Be loaded right now. <laughs> loaded, loaded drinks. It's a mugs game, Ben. Mugs game. Or you could have been fifty quid down. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Think, yes. Take that as a positive aspect of it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Too true. But anyway, shout-outs. So, um, obviously, I've already given my shout-out. It was for Rafa uh, or at Falilio uh, for keeping the fans in the loop and doing a fantastic job akin to what a proper uh, supporters liaison officer might want to do, perhaps. Uh, very, very good customer-centric language and levels of service. What more would one want? Hopefully, the club are looking at that as a potential template change, maybe for next season. Who knows? Anybody else got any shout-outs they would like to give? I'll give you a shout out to Jodie in the chat. She's been keeping the chat going. So uh, Jodie was going to be on the podcast, but she's under the weather, isn't she? She's not feeling too good. So no, well, feeling better. Chest and uh, cheers for keeping people active in the chat. Thanks, Jodie. Anybody else? Shout, shout out to Castor, right? For just <laughs> keeping us on our toes. Never a day goes by that I don't get an email about some new top or zip up jacket or hoodie for sale. It's. I mean, they. We really need some of them working on. Could you imagine if some of the people at Castor worked at Rangers? They would have had the whole fan zone thing nailed out a week ago. Be good. The Castor fan zone. Yeah. Mm, don't give them any ideas, Drugs, please. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a board that for NFTs. Drugs is on commission. Drugs is on commission. <laughs> let me eject him immediately. Oh, I've just remembered I've got a prediction video for Wasp. How rude. Let me let me play that right now and uh, save travels, travels Wasp, by the way. Uh, this one is a minute long, so brace yourselves. El Wasp here with the last prediction video. That's right, your boy's coming home. So hola to all the senoritas and senors enjoying El Pod. So we've got hearts at the weekend, Tyne Castle, very difficult venue, but... I think we'll go there and we'll spank them um, because the European finalists do what they want. That's right, Jeep. We do what we want. So we'll go there. I think we'll we'll beat them three one, three one to the famous. And uh, I think the top man has got to shine through. And that's right. That's fashion, Sakala. And you you want to know why fashion 
fashioned, uh, it's got to pull the strings at the weekend snags. I'll tell you why snags, I'll tell you why. Because fashion dreams don't die! Yes! And then I'll see you in Seville and we are going to the final, we are going to the heat. Bring your sunglasses, your, your bucket hats, we are doing it. So bonus noches for El Wasparuni. We are going to Seville, come Adios amigos. Wow. I don't know. I don't know what it looks like under one of those Ukrainian steelwork. <laughs> <laughs> Wasp has got his own offshore shelter. He's doing it for the lads. Oh, mate, honestly, brilliant. And uh, he's obviously been brushing up on his Spanish. But uh, there, there is a reason name. that he's referred to as the El Pollo Loco. <laughs> True there that. is a reason. Is that no mad chicken? Is that the crazy chicken? Yeah, <laughs> it's going to say. Seems well, my Spanish is all right as well. It see my. Exactly in, his case, in his case, it's crazy cock. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So uh, I suppose on that note, it's a good uh, a good time to wrap the pod up. Uh, so, first of all, uh, thanks to the listeners and watchers who have tuned in, and it's very very much appreciated. And obviously, make sure you like and subscribe uh, to the video, the YouTube, and the Twitter, and all that. Carry on. Uh, only fans you'll get only fans and you'll get more of us uh, it's only Stuart that's got the only fans but uh, we'll catch you next week next Tuesday for uh, the the pre-pod to the biggest match of your lives of our lives of our generation uh, as Rangers uh, hope to beat uh, Eintracht Frankfurt to win the Europa League Cup which we will do obviously let's not beat about the bush I've been Snags that guy over there he has been Jeep. The guy below me has been Stuart Weir and that other dude has been Driggs and we have been the Rangers AF Podcast and we'll see you next week. <laughs>